Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Well, make sure that you subscribe, rate, and review this podcast as well as share it with all of your friends. Now, we're going to continue in our series about the gift of discerning the spirits. That's the ability of, from the Holy Spirit to, to know the spirit behind pretty much everything, whether it's from God, whether it's demonic, whether it's of human origin. And there are some things of God that we need to discern and discern them well. What am I talking about? I'm talking about discerning the presence of angels, discerning the assignment of of God's holy angels. Did you know that that gift, the gift of discerning of spirits, will enable you to do that as well? Now make sure you get my book, Seeing the Supernatural. It's all about this gift. It'll really help you. And I include in pretty much all my books, uh, writings and, and instruction about the angels. And I want to make sure that you have some, some resource access right now, if you want to, to get some good teaching on that, because it's important when we talk about angels that we lay a good foundation so that you don't go off. So you don't go crazy when it comes to God's angels. Well, you know, as I, as I wrote the book, Seeing the Supernatural, as I wrote the actual chapter on how to discern the angels, and we're, we're going to press into that over the next few weeks. Um, you know, it, it, we know that there is an element of faith needed to discern the presence of angels. I mean, the Bible tells us that the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him. That's Psalm 34, verse 7. And and I'm trusting that you fear and reverence God. I know that I do. And and if that's the case, then, then we absolutely know scripturally, whether you see them or not, whether you discern them or not, that angels are right here with us. Don't you love that? And the Apostle Paul, he prayed that the eyes of your heart would be enlightened so that you would know, you know, things about God, things about God's kingdom. It's Ephesians 1.18. I did summarize that somewhat. And, and so that prayer was not just for the Ephesians. It was for you and I. And this is something that the prophet Elisha, he prayed also this kind of prayer for his servant when their lives were threatened. He prayed that his servant's spiritual eyes would be open to see all the angels that were protecting them when they needed it. Well, when I began this chapter of this book, Seeing the Supernatural, I asked the Lord to allow me to see his angels. I, I know from his word that they are here. They're, they're nearby. And he was so gracious to me. He was so good to me to open my eyes right then and there. And I saw to the right of me floating up in the air an angel. And he was about six feet tall. I could feel the light of God, the the heat of God, and that's that's a good experience, uh, radiating off of this angel, and and I was you know went so far even to to ask him a question, real simple one, because I've I'm really keen on on testing the spirits, and I said, why are you here? And that angel replied right back in my own language, and he said, I'm here to help you. Now, we, we know that's a biblical response, and that really encouraged me. You know, the angels are sent 
to to the heirs of salvation that's you and I who believe in Jesus Christ they're sent to help us and that's Hebrews chapter 1 verse 14 and so why is it important for us to discern the angels well there are a lot of reasons but most importantly is that angels give us an idea of what God is doing you know angels are they're servants of God and they're also sent to serve us, the heirs of salvation, again, Hebrews 1.14, and they're sent to help us. Uh, they do a lot of things, such as helping us, of course, protecting us, guiding us, and a lot more, but they function primarily as God's messengers, and that's actually what the Hebrew word for their name means. It means messenger, and it's something I understand to mean that angels will communicate a message both verbally and even indirectly by their actions. For example, I once saw four angels come and stand on our church platform, and I discerned by the Holy Spirit why these angels had come. They were on assignment. They were, they were sent by God for provision. And, you know, God is our provider, and he provides for us. But did you know it's the angels that facilitate his provision? That's in Genesis 24, verse 40, and 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 5. Well, these angels, they remained motionless on the platform until after we received as a church the Lord's tithes and we gave our offerings. You know, an offering I made sure to give into once I saw those angels because I knew what was going on. And after that offering, they left so quickly, like, like rapid fire. And I believe it was to cause the Lord's provision to come. And so when we understand the message of the messengers often observed in their actions, then then what you and I can do is co-labor with God and complete what God already initiated on our behalf in heaven. And so angels, we 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 really need to understand foundationally and fundamentally what angels are all about. And and if we're going to discern well and not get confused, not get uh, deceived into things that God never intended, we have to have a good foundation. So I'm going to start giving you some key foundational points to help you. So first off, angels are immortal spirits. They're created by God before the earth was formed. And we, we actually see the angels giving God glory as earth's foundations were laid. And that's in Job chapter 38, verse 4 to 7. And we know they're sent to serve us, the heirs of salvation, those who will inherit salvation, meaning us people on earth. So, so we can presume angels came into being prior to the arrival of human beings on earth. The Bible says there's an innumerable number of angels. Remember that there's an innumerable number of them. That's Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 22, and Hebrews 12, verse 22. And it's not said directly in scripture, but we can put some passages together to conclude that there are more angels than demons in existence. And I think that'll really help you and put you at peace. Lucifer, also known as Satan or the morning star, you recall from the Bible, was cast out of heaven to the earth. And that's why we see him show up in the garden to tempt Adam and Eve. And when Satan fell from heaven, he took a third of the angels with him. 
the Apostle John, he described how this happened. He saw this vision of a dragon sweeping a third of the stars from the sky with his tail. And then he was hurled out of heaven with his angels. That's in Revelations chapter 12, verses 7 to 9. And so, so that shows us that there are probably two angels for every one demon. And well, if God is still inclined to create angels, there could be many more. Angels inhabit both heaven and earth, and they actually travel in between them. And we know this from the story in Genesis 28, where we find the Lord appearing to Jacob in a dream, you know, and he was, he was telling him about his generational promises and what's coming to him and his family. And, and so the Lord stood above a stairway that connected heaven and earth. And angels use this stairway to travel back and forth between both places. And then Jesus confirmed this detail, telling Nathaniel that he would see the angels descending between heaven and earth because of him, referring to himself. And so why do angels go back and forth between heaven and earth? And that purpose is to serve God in heaven and to serve the heirs of salvation. You and I and angels serve how? By performing a variety of, of spiritual and natural tasks. Remember, they protect, they guide, they reveal information, they provide, they arrive in response to prayer, they fight demon spirits, and they care for believers upon death. And a lot of people can cite experiences where they knew an angel had protected them because they either saw it or the circumstances were too miraculous to not have included the involvement of an angel. We had a lady in our church driving on the freeway and all of a sudden the car stopped too quickly and she couldn't respond quickly enough to the situation. And she said it was like in slow motion. And she said, I drove through the car in front of me. I passed through the vehicle. I passed through the person inside and then to a clear space on the road and without any damage or harm. And, and the person in the car in front of her saw what happened. And he got out of the car and he said something quite inappropriate because he didn't know the Lord, obviously. But he said, what is that? And a few other things. And, and he knew a miracle happened. She knew a miracle happened. And this right there is the work of angels. And so I just want to lay somewhat a foundation for you before we press into, in future podcasts, how to discern the presence of angels. Thank you once again for joining me for Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Help me out. Get this podcast and other resources around the globe by going to jenniferevaz.com and hitting the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.